Welcome to the Uncaged Podcast, a podcast where we talk about anything and everything Nicolas Cage, yes. from his best movies to his yes. worst movies, and all that's in between. My name is Seth Goodwin. I am here with Alex Weber and Sam Snyder to talk about Face Off. Is there more than one category of Nick Cage movies? Aren't they all great or horrible? There, he, he only makes really good movies <laughs> or really bad movies. No, 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 but like they're all the same. Like I feel like there's, there's people that hate every Nick Cage movie, and there's people like me. Who bend over backwards for Nick Cage? Well, he only makes like do anything for him. He doesn't make normal movies. He made nine movies this year. Nine movies in 2019. This year? Yeah. Uh, I think I'll fact check you on that. The one that's I promise you. I looked it up. Seven months over, he has nine movies. Or he's yeah, but I mean, some of them haven't come out yet, obviously, because like I've only seen like five or six. <laughs> he did the one a few years ago, filmed at our high school, Saint Xavier High School in Louisville, Kentucky, high school of Tom Cruise. Well, he did, not, he did the one not, about the parents eating the children. That's a great movie. That I, is I fantastic. Look, that'll be on this podcast here in like four months. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the 950th episode of <laughs> Uncaged. Alex, you're wrong. I count eight movies. I'm not sorry, nine. only eight movies this year. None of them are in theaters, of course. They're all really weird, like, and they have like a budget of like a couple hundred bucks. He did nine in 2018. Oh, I'm sorry. Now I, tell us what Face Off is about for those who, <laughs> do, who do not know. Um, okay, so look, Google is very nice to me, and they gave me a nice little paragraph that I'm just going to read off. It says, Obsessed with bringing terrorist Caster Troy, played by Nicolas Cage, to justice, FBI agent Sean Archer, played by John Travolta, tracks down Troy, who has boarded a plane in Los Angeles. After the plane crashes and Troy is severely injured, possibly dead, Archer undergoes surgery to remove his face and replace it with Troy's. As Archer tries to use his disguise to elicit information about a bomb from Troy's brother, Troy awakes from a coma and forces the doctor who performed the surgery to give him Archer's face. I don't think that was very clear, to be quite well, honest. Okay. If you haven't seen the movie, basically here's the thing. We open up in this uh, in Central Park. It's not actually supposed to be Central Park in the movie. It's somewhere in L.A. Because you've been there. But I've, I've, I went to New York over the summer, and in Central Park, there's a plaque honoring that this was where Face Off was shot. So, of course, I reenacted <laughs> the whole scene. I shot, like, four kids. <laughs> <laughs> only <laughs> j- only joking. <laughs> well, you, um, you went over your line. Well, whatever. Here, okay, so, look. They're on this carousel. He and his son, Castor Troy, Nicolas Cage, sitting there, fake mustache. He's sipping on, like, a soda or something, like Diet Coke, you know. Uh, he's got a sniper out there just in the middle of the park like there's roads and cars everywhere it's the middle of the day like, I've been there you could see him everybody in that park and on that carousel should be able to see him come on Sean Archer are you an FBI agent like how do you not spot this anyway him and his son on the carousel he's like touching his face it's like more intimate than I've ever seen a father and son I don't know about that ever <laughs> well, my I, dad. I can attest it's not the most incestuous uh, endeavor it's of, not the, of the movie because we have a we have a brother sister makeout session Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. And then that one line about the mother. He's like, he's like <laughs> no, no, we'll get to that. We'll get to the best lines part. Uh, but no, he shoots. He tries to shoot Travolta. The bullet goes through Travolta's chest and hits his son in the head, killing him, of course. It should have killed Travolta. It should have killed Travolta. It, uh, as he says later, if it was only an inch to the right, <laughs> it would have killed me and he would be alive. So yeah, he kills him, and then Sean Archer's like, well shit, now I gotta dedicate my entire um, career as a police officer, FBI agent, to catching this guy who's now a terrorist. The reasons are never clear why he was trying to kill Sean Archer. Uh, They don't really tell us that, that's part of the hole in the plot. So we have that, and then as the the nice little summary from Google told us, is everything else you need to know. He switched faces. After he catches him, he apprehends him, he falls into a coma, Cage does. And then they're like, okay, he's got this brother that knows everything about this bomb they just planted. The FBI and police know nothing. So they're like, dude, just switch faces with Caster, who's in a coma. Go undercover and get the information. This is literally the only option, apparently. The we, couldn't, way. we couldn't torture Pollux Troy or like actually try to get information out. They asked him once. They're like, where's the bomb? And he was like, no. And they're like, I mean, shit. Have okay. you ever tried to torture a sexy man? <laughs> As he said, he's the only one in the family with the looks after the face switch. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about let's talk about Pollux Troy for a second. He's played by I'm probably going to butcher his name, but Alessandro Nivola. Yeah, there's there's a reason we haven't seen him as a movie star. <laughs> if I said his name, I, I apologize if he's listening. He's dead. Remember? Oh yeah. He, sorry. <laughs> At least Pol- his shoes are tied. Pollux Troy is dead. <laughs> but I can't tell if it's like a good performance. Or, like, if that's just how the actor is. I love the performance, but I don't think he's a good actor. 
Uh, well, there's a reason like he hasn't been in another movie that I've ever seen. He's either he's either a great actor mm-hmm. or he's just like not acting at all. He's, he's a one trick pony. <laughs> he's like I can be I can be this kind of like half autistic brother that's really smart that plants bombs. Like, yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's my character. <laughs> what what's the dude's name? Alessandro or something or other? Alessandro Nivola. Yeah, I don't think he's got another trick up his sleeve. I think he's done for. And then, he's one and done. In the and then Joan business. Joan Allen. Was John Travolta's wife in the movie? Yes, Eve. Yeah. Eve Archer. Joan. I've not. I'm not. A, not a big Joan Allen fan. Never seen her before. I, was, I don't have any strong Joan Allen takes. I haven't. I probably haven't seen her anything in like ten years. To be honest, I, I, the only people I know from a I knew from a cast standpoint coming into it before I watched the movie were uh, Cage and Travolta and John Carroll Lynch. Of Z- course, yeah. The Zodiac. Zodiac. The Zodiac Killer is a Zodiac this. Killer. Can't believe they let him out of prison. Arthur Lee Allen. <laughs> I can tell you here that uh, Alessandro, he's been in Blockbuster Jurassic Park 3. Oh, yeah, of and course. And American Hustle. American so, Hustle? Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a good, that had, that's a that good had um, what's Christian Bale. And uh, Jennifer Lawrence, right? Uh, maybe Amy Adams. I think Adams. it did. I think it had Jennifer Lawrence in there. From Louisville, Kentucky, actually. God, what a, what a podcast today for Louisville, Kentucky. Maybe, maybe her and uh, D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> I think she won like Best Supporting Actress or was nominated for it or something. She was nominated. So was Christian Bale and so was so is Amy Adams and so is Bradley Cooper. Wow. Well, what Bradley a, Cooper is nominated for Best. What a star-studded lineup! I'm loving it. Okay, so let's. All right, so I okay. I have some questions about the pre- the premise and the plot. Of course you do. Look, I love the premise. You're swapping faces. What? You just tell me if you. I love movies, especially action movies. When you can tell me like the plot in a sentence, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, two dudes switch faces. I'm like, fuck it, I'm in. I'm watching this movie. <laughs> Nick Cage and John Travolta. Are you serious? Yes. I know they're gonna be on cocaine the whole movie. Basically. Although it could have been Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester yes, yes, Stallone. Yes, yes. That I, that would have been a disaster. But instead, instead, Sylvester Stallone decided to make Rocky Five, <laughs> and that didn't work out. That too was well. a poor decision. Should have stopped at four. He made up for it with Rocky Balboa. So, um, but back to face. Schwarzenegger's like half a foot taller than I think he did Terminator <laughs> Three at the time. This no, but switching faces wouldn't even make sense. One dude's like significantly taller than the other, right? Stallone's not as nearly as big as Schwarzenegger. Okay, Schwarzenegger is. Let's see here. He's six two only. That's misleading in the Terminator movies. They make him out to be like eight feet tall. Well, because he's the Terminator. Sly Stallone, on the other hand, he's five ten. Yeah, Stallone that's is four inches. Is a, okay. is a little bit too much. Well, in this movie, they they said the height difference was negligible, and that's two inches. Six two and six. I'm sorry. I think, I think if I had a wife and I showed up two inches shorter than I was the day before, yeah. I might notice something. That brings up another point. Is when Castor Troy a or different Sean, two inches. Sean in Castor's body when he goes to the prison. <laughs> yeah, and Pollux is automatically suspicious. That yeah, it cannot be his. That, brother. That's a that's a whole right there. He's just like uh, he's like obviously like he, his brother knew he was in a coma, right? Okay, so like, no, he, he knows goes, he gets apprehended. He goes in the prison. He's like, "Did you take your medications?" Then Pollux goes. What are my medications? Like a smartest, he's like, what were my medications? Like, like, like he's like, and he like tries to touch his face. Like he's like, hmm, I wonder, I wonder if he switched faces with somebody else. Like, could that possibly? No, nobody's thinking that. This movie asks you to suspend your disbelief. Like, we're gonna get all of our complaints about the face switching uh, facts and linguistics out of the way now, so we don't have to deal with them later. Also, uh, come on, I mean, look, when after the face switch. Uh, Travolta, whatever cage. I don't know what. What do you mean? How do you even consider them? Castor Troy in Sean Archer's body. Fuck Sean Archer's wife. Now look. Um, identical penises? Is that what I'm? Is that what I'm gathering? Or what? I mean, she says they haven't made love in like six weeks or ten years or whatever. I mean, hey, <laughs> like, we haven't had sex since my since our son's death. You're gonna well, okay. Well, uh, Castro Troy apparently believes that his dick is larger. He's like, he's like I enjoy boning your wife. I think she liked it better too. And I'm like, okay, well, this is really weird. Well, he's like, yeah, my cock's a lot better, bigger than yours. It's like, how does she not notice this? But then again, would she really expect a, a face swap? You, you have to suspend your disbelief. Like, there's nothing out of proportion in this movie. Oh, I I know. <laughs> you can. This movie throws anything and everything at you, and you just have to take it in. And accept it. Because if you don't accept it, then you're not going to have a good time watching this movie. You can have a good time <laughs> regardless. Saying, you yeah. cannot have a good time if you don't accept that this movie 
does not care what if you're you think. a nerd and you're like I want rules damn it I want <laughs> physics followed I well, just the whole face you. swap scene is just so unsanitary they just grab his face they freehand the cutting as you said while we were watching and they just plop it in like some uh, liquid solution and, and then they just pull it out there. they pull it out and just like plop it on it doesn't even fit like when they're fitting it it like folds up it's probably just water <laughs> it's like oh wait this guy's face actually doesn't fit on another human being's skull what a, what a shock Okay, other some other uh, plot questions. Okay, no, when uh, Castro Troy wakes up after the surgery, mm-hmm. when he wakes up from his coma, and he doesn't have a face, and he's like freaking out, he just starts smoking a cigarette. He's just like, yeah. I mean, what is he holding with his teeth? He has to. He doesn't even have lips right at this point. And then he calls his, his henchman. He's like, first of all, he's dead at this point. Like, how do you? You can't just not have a face and survive. He when, calls his there's henchman. Got, there's got to be a reason you die because of that. And he's like, get the surgeons here. He's like, I want to be Sean Archer. Uh-huh. He's like, and after they do the surgery, let's kill them. Yeah. So nobody else knows what happened. Yeah. Now, at this point, Catcher Troy has a lot of knowledge that you wouldn't expect him to know. Mm-hmm. Like, how does he know that nobody outside that room knew that Sean and Catcher switched faces? I assume that when they got there, he said he held a gun to their head and he was like, who knows about this? But the surgeons could have lied. They could have. So I guess he's taking a risk there. But at that point, what's he got to lose? It's either you switch faces or you continue without a face and just die. I mean, that sounds pretty fun. I think you just... <laughs> I mean, he's smoking cigarettes. They're having a great time. Also, I noticed something. This was really nitpicky, but... He Pick said, some nets. He, he said fuck twice. And to, fucking. <laughs> to say the word fuck, you need lips. <laughs> fucking. Clean up. Fucking. <laughs> I guess without the F, you could do it. I mean, but he didn't. <laughs> Fucking. And then he was. I'm, I'm holding, I'm holding the, my lips out. He was way. holding the cigarette. I mean, with, with his lips, because his hands were down on the chair. He was like, I think it's on. with his teeth. Like, he doesn't have lips. He's just like. <laughs> I mean, another thing is, wh- while looking at both of the characters, they had the same. They had the teeth mm-hmm. of their original actor. So, like when Travolta went to Nick Cage, yeah. he had whiter teeth and longer teeth. Like mm-hmm. what? Nick Cage actually has. Mm-hmm. So they didn't even bother to switch that. I mean, it's... But that's, that's something out. that's, like, you're not gonna necessarily notice I as did. much as, like, cock size or height. <laughs> but, um... I mean, as Seth pointed out, uh, Travolta has really, like, yellow teeth in yeah. the beginning of it, and Nick Cage doesn't. He needs to go back so... to that drunk dentist from his first date with uh, his wife. <laughs> the hammer dentist at midnight. It fixed the wrong tooth. <laughs> I want to meet the hammer dentist. The guy who's just like throwing back a fucking uh, he sounds flask. Like, he sounds like a party. <laughs> he sounds really depressing. He's drinking as a dentist. Anyway, like so something about the Nick Cage cigarette scene. So according to IMDb trivia page. Oh, this is great. I'd Nick, love to read the trivia page. Nick Cage has an uneasy stomach. So when they shot, so when they had the makeup on his face to make it look like he had no face. Wait, they didn't just actually take his face off? No. I, th- I, thought, I thought they just actually took Nick Cage's face off. You see, I think a lot of people thought that. I'm sure. I was um, sold. Daniel Day-Lewis would have done that. Because he's a method yeah, actor. he's fucking committed. But, uh, I mean, Tom Nick- Cruise does his own stunts. Maybe, maybe yeah. he would have done <laughs> <Yeah>. it <too. laughs> That's Tom Cruise's next. He's like, I'm going to tackle face-off. Nick- face-off too. I'm, me and... Give me the other guy that's 5'6". Like Al Pacino. Yeah, we're like 20 years <laughs> Tom apart. Tom Cruise and Al Pacino. <laughs> face-off. <laughs> anyway, like, so we're going to do our own stunts. Nick Cage was uncomfortable looking at himself with no face so the day they shot Shocking. that scene the day they shot that scene they removed all reflective surfaces from the hmm. set so nick cage went to look at himself well travolta beat the mirror with a coat hanger in the scene when he got done with his face swap so i guess that solved that issue i guess they shot it first <laughs> <laughs> and they had to okay also they they mentioned taking out like like editing travolta's body hair and like First of all, the face has got to be like, that's okay. got to be uncomfortable. They, they take t- the love handles out? How is that not? They're like, we'll shove some plastic in there. And I'm like, what? Some wait, plastic this, in his this. body? This- they cut Travolta's hair after they took his face off and before they put the other one on. So he has. <laughs> the order makes no sense. He has no face and they're cutting his hair and there's loose pieces of hair going everywhere. It's just falling in like his, his how blood. Did, <laughs> how did Nick Cage get more hair when he turned into John Travolta? <laughs> That's another great question. And where does Travolta's hair come back when he comes back at the end of the movie? When he's back in his normal body? <laughs> I, mean, I also, guess they keep him in like an incubation thing for think, like four months. I just think, letting his hair grow back and stuff. That's I why think, nobody He had to be knocked out for weeks for that surgery. 
I think like that's insane. We're reading too much into this. We're obviously, but we're gonna get this out of the way the first fifteen minutes so we can just fly through the rest of it. Um, my only other nitpick. Uh, oh yeah, he can't tell his wife. But like, you can't tell your wife about this. It's like, why? If I was him, I'd be like, okay, I'll do this. But I'm telling my wife. Like, there's really, there's no certain. Like, this is your only option, police. Well, right before the climax. He, he has some negotiation uh, leverage here. Right before the climax of the movie, she does a DNA test, and she's still suspicious. Like, she's still. I would be too if my husband showed up with our arch nemesis's face. But she did a DNA test. I think, like, as far fetched as it is. Mm-hmm. Like, at that point. But she did a DNA test, and it proved that Travolta's DNA wasn't his actual DNA. Like, Sean Archer's DNA. But it doesn't prove that Nick Cage is who he says he is. Until he tells that story, I guess. It's ridiculous! Like, who would ever expect a fucking... Anyway, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> I've got one more. One more question. Maybe uh, a good one. Uh, okay. Sean Archer's a terrible father. He's never home. He lies to his wife constantly. His daughter's a train wreck. I mean, he did have a son get killed on his watch. He's not having a great run as a, as a dad here. Travolta. I mean, but hey, I mean... At least he didn't, like, kind of flirt with his daughter like uh, Cage did when he was in his body. Like, You've got <laughs> something that I want. No, he's like, you have something I crave. And, like, Janie. <laughs> She's like, Janie. He's like... Jamie. <laughs> I think you heard me, Jamie. We'll get to that. That's one of our... Uh... Well, let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk about our favorite scenes. <laughs> okay, we're back. <laughs> That's what you're ready for. Uh, all right, so, okay, before we get into best scene, I think there are three motifs that we see throughout this which are weird, I guess. Uh, first of all, Nick Cage calling people peaches is, is not necessarily what I needed out of this film. I could eat a peach for hours. I could eat a peach for hours. <laughs> you know what we're talking about. He says peaches like 40 times. Every time he gets intimate with a female, especially sometimes his own daughter, he's like, peaches. Uh, okay, then to tie in the shoes, he ties, he ties his brother's shoes all the time. I don't know what that's supposed to represent. The close bond they have. It's like, I'm or tying us together, even closer. We're maybe, tied at the hip. Maybe Pollux just doesn't know how to tie his shoes. <laughs> he's like this this terrorist mastermind. He's like, I can't, can't tie my Double shoes. knot, wrap it around the tree and through the hole. No, can't do that. He can he can set up a bomb. Mm-hmm. Can't tie his shoes. Then the, the face touching. That's my favorite Sam. part. <laughs> that happens a lot. Almost too much. It's my favorite Almost part. too much? How about way more than it ever has to? How about, why is that a thing? It shouldn't have happened once. His son's just looking there, and he's like, let me put my claw on your face like I'm Kawhi Leonard trying to palm your head. <laughs> and every, it's supposed to, like, every time he does anything, every, then his daughter does it with the new adopted kid. Just, like, to welcome him to the family. He's like, fucking, my dad's Castor Troy. And she's like... <sighs> my dad killed your brother. Yeah. What if he's just like, my dad killed your brother? <laughs> I'm your new brother, bitch. Bro. <laughs> I like how there's no, like, transitional period to when John Travolta comes back at the end of the movie in his normal body. And it's like, yes, wait, we're, sa- we're saving that for a different for a category. Okay. Just you wait. All right, best scene. I've got some choices. The carousel scene at the beginning. More for unintentional comedy purposes than anything else. Okay. The airplane runway, just that whole scene from when he... It's... He meets Caster, he gets on the airplane, he has the cover, just the whole thing, him shooting people, yelling at the pilot, FLY BITCH! <laughs> that scene was actually recreated using uh, beans, like animated beans. Are you serious? Yes, there's a movie called The Killer Bean. It's like an, huh? hour, it's like an hour and a half long. It's a terrible, a terribly animated movie. But the main character, the main bean, has two golden pistols, just like Nick Cage does. Oh, God. And there's a scene of him, like, running around in, air, in an aircraft carrier, shooting a bunch of people coming to get him. So I assume, I assume it's that's... It's an homage to Face Off. That, that scene takes uh, some sort of inspiration from Face Off. How about all the inspiration? That's where every, every movie should try to take things from Face Off. Because, look, it's, it's, it's a shrine. It's, Space Jam It's in too. the pantheon, I think, of all-time <laughs> films. It's like rubbing elbows with Citizen Kane and Shawshank Redemption, stuff of that nature. All right, so Airplane. And then we have the face switch. It's just always ridiculous when it comes on TV. I'm just like, I'm watching this because it always amazes me. They're switching faces. Like uh, The prison break. 
Okay, um, that's a good one. Yeah, no, the prison break. I like the prison idea with the magnetic shoes. I'm all in on a on a prison gimmick. Yeah, like this whole prison's a magnetic field. It's an island out in L.A. off the coast, I would assume. Um, and your shoes, like we can just like press a button and you're stuck to the ground. And you can't move. I mean, it's a good idea. I'm sure there's ways to get out of the boots, but I love yeah, the premise. I like the idea. It kept me entertained. Yeah, there's got to be a way. I was just like attaching knives. So like, if you tried to slip out, the knife just. Psh- Cut you. I guess. Maybe. One of my favorite scenes was, like, right after, like, the big shootout at Victor's penthouse. Whatever that place. That big warehouse was weird. I, mean, I don't well, even know what whatever that was it supposed is. to be. Um, looked like an, a filming set, almost. And, like, in Travolta and Cager and, like, that weird, like, circular... Oh, with the, with the, the hall with of the, mirrors? The hall of mirrors, and then they're both on, like, either side of one uh-huh. mirror. And, you know... And Travolta was like, we have two options here. Option A, we just go back. We just switch. And option B, we kill each other. And then they both turn around. And they're pointing that's, their guns. That's probably the best cinematic moment of the movie. And they're both pointing their guns at the mirrors, which is themselves, which is like that symbolic, you know, <clears throat> out-of-body experience. That's, that's the director saying, oh, wait, I actually, like, I, I, know, I know two or three things about how to actually make a film look cool. I enjoyed that. That was... It was a lot of fun to watch that like whole. It's an impressive scene. moment. Oh yeah, that scene's another one on here. The the over the somewhere over the rainbow, yeah. shootout montage. Okay, you've got a a one of the like the biggest gunfight of the entire movie. People dying everywhere, and then just in the middle, we've got this child who's always in the line of fire, just perpetually, uh, listening to somewhere over the rainbow being flooded into the sound. No wonder it won for best sound mixing or whatever. Like, come on! They put somewhere over the rainbow on top of a giant shootout between a bunch of cops and fucking I thought that was cocaine good. I thought that was like a really cinematic. I loved it. You know, I I hate to be another uh, nitpicker again, but uh, the kid's mom uh, tries to give him a lesson when she kicks the dude in the dick. Yeah, she's don't like, you do that? Don't you ever do that to somebody? But he's wearing headphones, listening to somewhere over the rainbow that drowns out gunshots. He's not gonna hear what his mom just said. Would you ever do that? <laughs> so she, her advice to him would be, "Hey, just, just like you know that gun staring you in the face, just look at it. Don't do anything. <laughs> Take a bullet in the head before you kick a dude in the balls." Is apparently the lesson we're teaching. Uh, okay, got a few more. Or er, yeah, the the papa's got a brand new bag scene with his daughter. Mm. It, it hasn't yeah. aged well. Um, Dad's flirting with their own daughters. Just that—that's never a great idea. Well, but it, it was funny. Technically, was it his Whatever. daughter per se? But the, it's there. Like that's what it is. <laughs> well, I love the scene when the guy tries to rape her in the car, and he pulls. You him love out. the scene where she gets raped. Wow. No, I like I that scene. Whoa! He pulls. Let out me finish. Carl. Let me finish my sentence. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> I like it when he beats the guy up. After he pulls him out of the car. With the 70s fro and, like, mutton chop. <laughs> he just, like, grabs her. He's like, I'm gonna kiss you. I think Carl should have won Best Supporting Actor for this movie. No, no, because she answers the phone right before that scene, and she's like, the poem you sent me was really kinky. I'm like, oh, man. Some kinky poems now in high school. Through email. Oh, no! <laughs> now it's just, like, sexting on Tinder. That's what we've evolved into. No more of a... No, what, what, what happened to art? I sexed you said kinky poems. I sexed over email, personally. Shit. Oh, <laughs> I accidentally used my school email one time mm-hmm. when I sent nudes. Yeah. Am I the only one who still uses MySpace? <laughs> no. No. Am I really not on your top eight? Top eight what? Friends on MySpace. Or top eight whatevers. You all both have a MySpace? I had no. Yeah. I can make one right now. Why? I, I didn't know you were on MySpace. If you were on it, you'd definitely be in my top eight. There's only eight people in MySpace, so the sli- uh, pickings are pretty slim. All right, we have one more. The boat chase, of course, at the very end. Your favorite scene. Sam? Oh, shit. Okay. I wish I had come prepared. I do I do like the mirror scene a lot. Mm-hmm. That's. I'm not going to take it from you. It's not my favorite scene. Mm-hmm. But it, it definitely was... The most well thought out, part most well of the shot movie. part of the movie. Yeah, it's like oh, it's actually we're gonna we're gonna stray away from the gimmick and kind of like lean into like trying to. I love. It's the- a shot that would be like an Oscar in an Oscar winning movie. Yeah, not in Nicolas Cage movie where he switches faces. I like the airplane movie or the not the movie the airplane scene. Mm-hmm. I like uh, the airplane movie too with Kareem. <laughs> I like the airplane scene just because it was recreated in 
killer in the beans. beans. In the killer beans. Okay, movie. but you gotta pick a favorite. Okay, Sam. favorite scene. Oh shit! The church. That was a lot of fun. Where everybody was having a standoff at the, the funeral. Mexican standoff. Yeah, there was like five people in one standoff. So much dramatic irony. And then they all <laughs> shoot at the same time, and only the all the main characters stay alive. Only the useless characters die. Yeah, the like black the, dude and <laughs> and Sasha and the kid's mom. That's <laughs> that, that. That was fun to watch. Okay, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the airplane. It's my favorite scene. It's just so absurd. He hops on the plane. He has the line, which we'll get to with the with the uh, undercover cop slash. Um, Flight attendant. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> that part's like, Paul Luke's Troy, like, blows his first load. <laughs> oh! it's, it's a great scene. And then things turn. He sees Sean Archer. He's just in the, wearing sunglasses, just driving a Jeep straight dead ahead towards an airplane. Um, so the whole pole police come in. Caster goes up front seat he's like uh fucking take off and the guy's like there's a helicopter that just landed on our plane i can't take off he's like he's like what the fuck do you mean so he just shoots him (laughs) i'll drive the plane myself full speed plane of course a helicopter moving sideways is able to keep up with it and so is as seth mentioned during the movie a jeep she's able to out out drive an airplane this on this runway that's at least two and a half miles long uh so he turns the plane caster takes over from the pilot of course who he shot uh, turns the plane, runs into the hangar, just runs into a wall. Nobody dies or anything. They just live, and they got the whole shootout. I don't. It's it's hilarious in so many ways because it's so unintentionally comedic. Um, and I think Cage's his actual character is just funny and entertaining. Yeah, he can actually just, definitely. He's just like I'm gonna be on meth for about five minutes here. Um, I don't. I don't understand how the the carrier or the not the carrier the hangar didn't completely explode. A plane ran into it. Yeah, and I, in, in, the, in the boat chase afterwards, anything those boats hit completely exploded. Yeah, like in the boat scene. Okay, so the, the, one of the most ridiculous moments of the whole thing is they hit, okay, so they're bumping boats next to each other, and then Travolta's boat hits cages, and he goes up in this police boat and just rips through it and ramps off it. He should die. That's impossible. <laughs> the police boat. And the, the, that other boat doesn't explode either. It just com- The police boat just was demolished after that. It completely <laughs> exploded. Everybody's dying. Like, yes. Okay, how many people did we die just so Cass or Sean Archer can switch his face back? Like, if you think about the ethics of this, he killed probably like 20 cops. Yeah. He got 20 cops killed just to get his own face back. Yeah. Selfish asshole. I mean, in the in the penthouse shootout, he like he saved two of the cops' lives, where he like shot him in the leg instead of killing him, mm-hmm. and then he like knocked him out and shot next to his head rather than shooting him in the head. Yeah, that one guy was shot by Caster because after Polly's died, <laughs> he was like, "Why are you so?" Upset? The guy with like the toupee. He's like, "Why are you so upset?" It's just Polly's choice. He just shoots him in the head. The bullet hole. It just appears perfectly, and I'm like, "Of course he shot this motherfucker." <laughs> and then of course he goes on to tie his shoe because why yeah. wouldn't he? I mean... Dead brother's shoe. What a sad passing. <laughs> Pollock's Troy. Man, um, I wish he was my brother. <laughs> the brother I never had. I love Pollock's Troy. Brother in spirit. I've never literally seen that actor ever again. So he's immortalized as Pollock's Troy. He's just changed his name legally. I'll adopt him. His son. Uh, okay, so uh, after best scene... Best line. Oh, this is a doozy. Wait till I get done reading them off, and then you all can add... There's so shoes. many. Alright, first we have... I want to take his face off. Okay. They say that about two dozen times. And then there's a... Uh... Hey, Sean, how's your dead son? <laughs> <laughs> he says that in the interrogation. He's just like... Like, like he has leverage. Like, hey, Sean, how's your dead son? The one that comes right after I want to take his face off, I think is my favorite. Oh, uh, yeah. No more drugs for, for that this man. man. <laughs> Either way, the guy gets shot in the neck, and he just, like, casually walks His up. Name he's, like, is... he's like, hey, we had good times together, and then he just dies. You can see the exit. Like, the, the bullet goes in the side of the neck, and the exit wound is in the front of the neck. Yeah. So he definitely doesn't have vocal cords anymore. <laughs> and he, <he's... laughs> His throat's been shot. Like, yeah, how can he... <laughs> we have, okay, the, the more best lines. Um, we have... There's several when uh, Travolta's in the FBI office. Uh, he disagrees with his boss, Victor Lazar, and he says, Run the goddamn bureau, ha- bureau however, any way you like. 
Brand the Fourth Amendment on my butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that the next one? He goes, if you catch him, you can brand the Fourth Amendment on my butt. <laughs> Of course, you have the part where after they like celebrate him when he comes back from catching Caster, and they're like, they're like, uh, the FBI sent this bottle of wine, and he's like, I didn't know they cater. <laughs> like the CIA sent this over, and they're like, yay! And he's like, uh, how about to to Montgomery, to Winters, all the people that died. It's like, all right. Okay. Then he doesn't even drink it. Anyway, so I'll just go ahead and say my favorite line from the movie, and that's when they're on the airplane, mm-hmm. and Caster says. To the flight attendant. He goes... <laughs> this is my says, favorite line, too. He says, If I were to send flowers to your address... No, no, no. Let me rephrase. If I were to let you suck my tongue, would you be grateful? And then Paul is just like... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's, just so, it's just so random. What, what's it's so the... sexually random. It, that, that's... Mm. What was that, the second time That's in such a, a good Nick Cage line. What was the second time in a movie when somebody, like, moaned at somewhat something... Somebody said it I don't it was. remember. I, there's oh, a lot of moments. I know we laughed at it. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh, play it's the pronoun not... game, Sam. <laughs> we'll give you some time to think. Uh, okay, uh, so okay. more grade lines. I'm Caster Troy. <laughs> uh, during the uh, little prison fight he has. Um, oh, it's like looking in a mirror, only not. <laughs> and then, let's see. And then Dietrich. What's wrong with you? Looks like you just fucked your mom. <laughs> 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 that's a great one um and then the last one i have on here is from travolta after after he beats the shit out of carl and gives her the butterfly knife he's like or gives his daughter the butterfly knife he's like dressed like halloween and ghouls will get in your pants <laughs> such a corny and like cheesy and pun-filled line like come on dressed like halloween <laughs> and ghouls will get in your pants imagine your dad saying that after you just after someone tried to rape you <laughs> like really like she's like yeah dad you're blaming it on me. I'm like, I kind of agree. Like, you're you're like making fun of the way she dresses after she get almost got raped by some random dude named Carl with a Jufro. <laughs> well, whatever. I digress. There's Sam, one, one more line. Okay, by John Travol- by John Travolta. He goes, he's like, what about the LAPD intelligence if such a thing exists? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, what what's her name? Wanda. Like Wanda says, he's gonna stick up his ass the entire time. He's in- oh wait, did you go sir- through a surgical? A surgical procedure? He's like, oh my fucking god, they know. <laughs> it's like, was the stick successfully removed from your ass? And they're like, oh, ha, ha. She just phrases it so weird. Like, why don't, why don't you just say, did you have surgery? Well, the first time after him and Castor switch faces and Archer comes back in, uh, they're like, what about these two people that died? He's like, hmm, shit happens. <laughs> like his best friend, like, what about Tito? He's like, yeah, shit happens, man. It's like, really? <laughs> um, Sam, favorite line. No more drugs for this man. No more drugs for this man. You're no man. No no contest for there. No more drugs for this man. <laughs> uh, Dietrich was on a was on a howler during this movie. Uh, okay, now next we have. I'm gonna have to take a minute to explain this one. The J.R. Smith Award. Since in this podcast, Uncaged, a podcast about Nicolas Cage on the Tony's Musket Podcast Network. Um, since Le- Nicolas Cage is our LeBron James. Um. He needs a sidekick. So, the J.R. Smith, who is the most compatible sidekick with Nicolas Cage? Who, who is the best chem- chemistry with Cage? The best fit on screen during the movie? And I think we have three options here. we got Dietrich, Paul Troy, and Sasha. Okay. So I thought I'd let you go first. I think it's Dietrich. Definitely. Yeah. Alright, this, 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 he's all coming out. Okay. That's all Sam. I'm going to say. I think uh, Dietrich had a very, a very good chemistry with him as... As a partner, mm-hmm. while he was, hold on, while John Travolta was Nick Cage. Uh-huh. Uh, but I did enjoy Pollock's character a little bit more. Mm-hmm. To, yeah, to me, the Pollock's character, I don't think him and Cage, I, I think they just ha, are, relate, are related to each other, which is why they talk and stuff. Yeah. Like, if they were related, there would be no reason for them to ever communicate. Because you can tell Cage is just like, this guy's a dumbass. When I have to lug around because he's, he's my fucking brother. He's my brother. He's like, I love him for no reason other than I'm related to him. Uh, he said, like, it, right before the airplane scene that, like, if you weren't my brother, I would have killed you. <laughs> yes, yes. He goes, if you weren't my brother, I'd have had to kill you, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you call me bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, he always talks to him in condescending tones. He's like, yes, Pollux, brother. 
Uh, yeah, I'm picking Dietrich too. What's wrong with you? It looks like you just fucked your mom. <laughs> they have great chemistry, and he's such a wacky character. I'm like, yes, yes. Cage, Cage's wackiness goes well. He's like, with wait, let me get this right. You want to take his face off? <laughs> he's <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> he did not have enough screen time in this movie. It was it was the penthouse scene, and then like one before that. Yeah, he he. He oh, could yeah, have been he, so much right better. Before, right before he dies, he makes out with his sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, mm. Ooh. It's I'm like uh, it's like Nick now. Foles during the, the Eagles Super Bowl run. Like He only played in like a couple of games, and he wasn't on field nearly as much as everyone else. But, like When he came in, he's a fucking champ. Yeah. Like He really felt it. Like You can feel his presence when he comes in. Um, it's like giving Darren Sproles the ball. It's like, oh, just a <laughs> burst of energy in the middle of the game. <laughs> uh, okay. Then the most the most Nick Cage moment of the movie. I only have two. You all can add on. I've got at the very end when he shoots Travolta and he's just like die, and he just loses his shit and his face is just like looks like an insane man. Uh, it looks like he's like receiving a lobotomy as he utters the line. <laughs> uh, and then I've got when he's crying and chanting after he beats the one dude up. He's like crying and then he like he's like ah, it's like adrenaline. I don't know. It's really weird and I don't know why Cage went so overboard with it. Uh, but it's Nick Cage for you. All right, Seth, best Nick Cage moment. I think it's, like, right when the prison fight starts, and, like, he sort of has, like, no idea what's going on, and he gets hit, and he's on the ground, Mm -hmm. and then his eyes get wide, and he sort (laughs) of just, like, embodies Castro Troy, like, literally and figuratively. Yeah, and then he goes in that crying and, like, chanting thing. No, then he he beats up the guy. Yeah. And then he does the whole Yeah, yeah, and then he does that. The I'm Castro Troy, and then the crying and laughing. Dueling identities. I think in that moment, he just really, like... It's good in a cage. Like, literally, he already was in Castro Troy's body, but mm-hmm. I think in that moment, he figuratively embodied... Became him. Castro Troy, yeah. Like he said, in order to catch him, I must become he him. He must become him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's the Sam, only way. Best in a cage moment. Ooh, okay, so... I've, I've got some explaining to do for myself. I personally... This is the... I think the... One of the only two Nicolas Cage movies I've ever seen. That's a sin. Yeah. We're going to up that number. Oh, yeah. Like, by the end of this, I hope Like Matthew to... McConaughey and The Wolf of Wall Street. When he's talking about jerking off, it's like, you got to up those numbers. I hope Those to... are rookie numbers. Those are rookie numbers, Sam. Two Nick Cage movies? Come on. I think this and National Treasure are the only two I've ever seen. you got to watch at least two a day. <laughs> I'm hoping by, that by the time this is over, I will have seen every single Nicolas Cage movie. Dude, he came ever. up with nine last year and eight more this. That's seventeen. Yeah. Have you ever seen seventeen movies? <laughs> Probably. Hey, he was he was in Spider Man's The Spider Verse, which saw, one of the okay, be- best animated that. film. Was I've he like the that. only? I wish they had have had him in there as like the only real person in a world the, of animated characters. He was, he was the, the noir. noir. Yeah. Yeah. The black and white one. Have huh. you seen it? No. Okay. I've heard it's won't. good. It's on Netflix. I probably so I've seen three it. then, if that counts as a Nick Cage movie. Uh, well, yeah, I feel like only I feel like there can't be a Nick Cage as a as like a role character. He's got to be a star. Yeah. Like how many Nick Cage movies where, where it's like, oh, he's in there for fifteen minutes as like some minor character? Well, Doesn't happen. Then I've no, seen two. Us three should write the script for National Treasure three. <laughs> we got a lot of scripts to write. We'll, we'll pitch it to Hollywood. <laughs> Pitch it to Cage. He'd definitely film it. We'd be like, hey, we need $10. You'd be like, fucking shit. You can film it at our high school again. Like, I'll give you $10 and I'll buy you whatever pack of Marlboros you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so since I haven't really seen any Nicolas Cage movies outside those two, I don't mm. think I can pick morally. I don't think I can morally pick a Nicolas Cage moment. What was your favorite moment when Nick Cage was on the screen? Ooh. When you were like, yes, yes, this is awesome. <laughs> Nick Cage is doing whatever. Would you suck his tongue? <laughs> I think I would. I think that might be the ultimate. I'd be moment. grateful. How but, many? How many? How many actors could actually say that line, and people wouldn't just be like, "Oh, this is absolutely ridiculous." Like every when you when you hear that, you're like, "Oh, that's that's Cage." Like not even Tom Cruise would get away with it. That has to be ad lib. There's no way the script says. Uh, let me rephrase. Uh, if I allowed you to suck on my tongue, would you be grateful? No, get this. So in an alternate universe, where Michael Douglas. <laughs> Was casted in that role. Michael Douglas and Harrison Ford. Imagine them saying those lines. That's <laughs> <laughs> why it has to be Cage. Yeah, they couldn't deliver them as as well. Michael Douglas, mm-hmm. the star of Ant Man mm-hmm. and Ant Man the Wasp. 
He, Can you what think of anything he? else he's he in? Ant-Man! <laughs> he was in, he was in Wall Street. He's been to, I was at Wall Street once, too. He was in the movie Wall Street. Ah. He's in other stuff. The Wolf? That. Wolf of? No, not, not that one. Oh. He was in a... That one nobody knows. <laughs> no one means I've never heard of. He's in one with Shia LaBeouf. Mm. Ooh, Indiana Jones 4. That one. Yep. <laughs> oh, Holes? <laughs> Transformers. Shit. Shia LaBeouf. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Alright, so that, okay, that feeds into our next question. Can Nick Cage be replaced no. in this movie? No. And it, and it be nearly as rewatchable or as entertaining? No. Exactly. That's the <laughs> ultimate question. That's the ultimate reason this podcast exists, because he's an unreplaceable, well, just to, imagine, be, to, to be pun intended, national treasure. Imagine Sylvester Stallone is like, hey, yo, you can suck my thumb. <laughs> Would you be great? Uh, let me rephrase. Adrian! <laughs> no, Adrian. Suck my thumb. I think that with... Uh, I'd love to see Rambo Rocky return. <laughs> Rambo Sylvester Stallone. Or Arnold, Arnold would be like, suck my tongue. <laughs> I think with. No, the, it's not. I'll do it now. Oh, God. With other actors, this movie could be funnier. Like with Stallone and Schwarzenegger. Like it would just be absurd. It'd it would have never made it to a theater. It would have been funnier, but I don't think it would have been as good and like unintentionally funny. Mm-hmm. I've got a question. If this movie's made today, and that's what I was gonna say. Who do you cast? Uh, okay. Same people. Let's <laughs> say no. Okay, no. so they die. I'm oh, gonna go murder shit. them, so you can't do that. Okay. <laughs> Travolta and Cage are dead. Who do you cast? Do we want it to be a comedy? Same exact movie. No, same exact movie. Who could actually? Okay. Uh, this actually is gonna take a minute for me to think of. Yeah. Seth, do you have an answer? I might say. Uh, due to their star power at the moment. You know, now that Chris Evans is not Captain Captain America anymore, I think mm-hmm. maybe you can make Chris Evans uh, John Travolta's character. Okay. Um, I think he could pull it off. I think it'd be a test. I think it'd probably be the most acting he's ever done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think Chris Evans, maybe. He's def. Ah, never mind. I'm not going to say it. But um, what? I was going to say he has like the physique for it, but I don't think that really matters. Apparently not. With the love handles. The love <laughs> handles. <laughs> and the ridiculous chin. <laughs> Nicolas Cage, I think... I might give it to Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise and... Who else did you just say? Chris, Chris Evans. Oh, okay. Those, there's got to be a very large height difference, but I guess we can just throw that away. I think... Well, if you're going to do Tom Cruise, you need another celebrity. Tom up. Cruise they is need, like See, they eight. need to be like parallel... Uh, stars like you can't have one guy that's way bigger than someone else. So let's say Tom Cruise is Nick Cage. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay, I'll go with that. Do we want like another action movie star? I think I think I want someone absurd. Maybe Some... maybe like throw Matthew McConaughey in there. Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, <laughs> Jimmy <in> Fallon. <laughs> maybe we could go black dudes. Do like... <laughs> maybe Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt. Uh. Yeah, I like this. Is such a hard movie to cast because, like, I don't know. Let's do, or maybe Brad. Oh, no, there's not like I don't think there's like just absolutely off the wall ridiculous actors oh, anymore, two, like Cage and Travolta. Two, two big time actors who I don't think have done a movie together: Brad Pitt, Matt Damon. I would not want Brad Pitt, Matt Damon being wasted on a gimmick like this, though. Do they have to? I think they could do something better. Like, I, I feel like you need a certain personality I to mean, try to on. act like somebody else. Matt, Matt Damon did We Bought a Zoo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon's decision-making in terms of movie choices has not been 100%. I he agree. also did, he also did uh, the, the Great Wall. <laughs> I don't think uh, Matt Damon... What, what was uh, that one he did with the like where he was really small? Downsizing. Downsizing. I heard him on uh, Bill Simmons' podcast. He was like, God, that movie's so underrated, man. He's like, that's one of my favorite ones I made. It didn't get enough coverage. I was like, really, dude? And actors supposed <laughs> to say that about his movie. Yeah. But he was like really upset, upset about it. He's like, you're downsizing. I wanted it to do well. I'm like, really? You, you really made yourself like a one inch tall person. Anyway, so. Could Keanu Reeves potentially yes, be one Yes. This of would them? be the perfect Nick Cage replacement. Okay. I'm just looking at your movies back there. I saw The Matrix. So Keanu um, Reeves popped up in my head. So how about Keanu Reeves and Tom Cruise? I'd be, down, I'd be so down for that. I, I would watch that. As rivals? Or what about Alec Baldwin? <laughs> <laughs> Alec Baldwin is um, getting up there in uh, in years, I must say. Let's uh, like I'm not trying to like get too like political or you know. But you want Donald Trump to be? In <laughs> I don't. I don't want to you know start anything. But I'm saying, why do the ha- actors have to be white? 
Dwayne That's Johnson. what I said earlier. Like, what if we got some black dudes? But like, uh, maybe uh, Chadwick Boseman and John David Washington. Yeah, or Daniel Kaluuya. Kalu- Kaluuya, I think is his name. The guy from Get Out. I like. Yeah. Him. Uh, he's actually in the Marvel movies too. I think Chadwick Boseman. Boseman's good. Yeah, he was in Black Panther. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know this already kind of happened with Black Panther, but how about Chadwick Boseman and Michael B. Jordan? Michael B. Jordan's awesome. Let's get Dwayne Johnson and Vin Diesel to do this together. Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looking for work after Hobbs and Shaw. Okay, if we're getting if we're if we're gonna do black people, why don't we do females? Char- Charlize Theron. Yes, Charlie's Theron. Charlie's Theron would be a really and good one. Uh, another blonde, Amy Poehler. <laughs> I don't know if Jennifer Lawrence would do an action movie. Uh, she did, did the Hunger Games. No, and she's would, in the X Men movies. I'm not sure movies. I like Jennifer Lawrence. And she was in much. Red Sparrow. I don't think she'd do a movie like Face Off though. Probably not. So I think Charlie's Theron is one. Hmm. Maybe I'm having trouble visualizing what she looks like. Maybe Sarah Ronan or something like that. Scarlett Johansson, maybe? Because she's like kind of... I don't know. This is actually an interesting discussion. I wish we had done more research on this. Maybe Elizabeth Olsen. Hell, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I'm what try- she is. Just- I, I think it speaks to how un- irreplaceable Cajun Travolta are in this movie. That, like, you, the, the, just the, char- the, the charisma and um, off-the-wall attitude they have is crazy. Okay, so we'll move on to the most ridiculous... Uh, part of the movie, like the most, just the most ridiculous moments. In, in Nick Cage movies, there are they're laced with them. I, I have a very short answer, and yeah. it's the whole thing. <laughs> that's that's always an answer, but I'm gonna break it down into parts that even exceeded normal Cage level. Um, uh, part that maybe has an age too well. He, he grabs ass twice in this. At yeah. the very beginning, yeah. three times. At the very beginning, he. Okay, so he's doing. He's he's dressed as a priest as he's setting up the bomb. He comes down. There's choir practice. There's this 15 year old girl. Looks like singing. She drops her book because obviously she's just so amazed with Nick Cage and his. He does the head twirl. <laughs> like apparently women swoon over him. That's always that never gets unridiculous for me. Nick Cage is a, as mean, like a sex icon. If I was a woman, I mean, even as a man, mm-hmm. I'm sexually attracted to him. I want him to. I want to suck on his tongue. <laughs> I would be grateful, actually. But no, he goes around her, and then he just, like, grabs her ass, and he looks up to the heavens, and he's like, Ah! That's, okay. <laughs> I can go back and say that's a Nicolas Cage moment. Cause I know, that is a Cage moment. <laughs> I know a lot of the the old, like, memes from, like, 2012 and all that. Mm-hmm. There was one of uh, Nicolas Cage making that kind of face. I know it's not from this movie. Mm-hmm. But that's like what I my first impression. That's a Nick of. Cage face. Yeah, like this absolutely psychopath. Yeah, happens to be a good actor. Uh, okay, so some more ridiculous uh, parts. The the fact that oh he grabs the other girl's ass and after the he he defuses the bomb. Yeah, and she's like, uh, you have um, the president and your wife on the line. He's like, tell the president to hold, and then just grabs her ass. He's like, oh, <laughs> that was the second. That was the part. second moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, then we have, he starts an entire prison riot with a cigarette. Yeah. And with the help of a guy who just got a, like a lobotomy, basically. Yeah. Um, that was weird. Uh, the whole airplane scene, of course, is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Dietrich kissing his sister, just making out with Sasha, like twice at least. Makes and out with her after they leave the um, interrogation, and then once when he's dying. In his defense, he was dying. Would you kiss your sister when you were dying? No, 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 I'm just saying. But look, I mean, that actress is, I mean, like, hot. So, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Apparently, he, that was unscripted. He just did it. I'm like, well, if I'm not actually related, I'd fucking make out with her, too. Why not? Adam's mom. (laughs) I mean, if it was Kate Upton, I mean. Uh, What what was that actress's name? I think I have it written down somewhere. Uh, Oh, yeah, Gina Gershon. Is she in anything else? Uh, I don't Probably know. not. Uh, and then, okay, so he's named yeah. Time Man of the Year, according to Lazaro. Yeah. He throws down the mat. Really? For, for defusing a bomb, he's Man of the Year? And also, Man of the Year came out like a week after he did it. <laughs> yeah. Like, like they, they probably had someone else picked. And are we say <laughs> it's, probably Dwayne, it's probably Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Or Idris Elba. <laughs> he's Black Superman. Uh, and then... <laughs> You have the scene with Greta Gershon, or Gina Gershon, whatever the fuck her name is, uh, Sasha, who just jumps on top of Nick Cage. She's like, is this what you want? The, she wants to have, they're about to like have sex. And the, her child is like just sitting in the corner of the room. 
Okay, mom. Yeah. Good. Maybe, maybe Sean Archer should have taken your son and put him in foster care. Goodness gracious. And then we have the boat split, which we talked about. Yeah. Off the wall. Um, and then the, my favorite, like the most unintentionally comedic part of the whole movie. Uh, Eve is just sitting in the room. Joan Allen is in their house. Just like, I don't know, just sitting at the table after the surgery. And Travolta just shows up. He's just walking past the window in a, in a suit, of course. Yeah. You couldn't have, like, gone and picked him up from surgery or, like, been there for him? Well, I mean, we, we talked about like, like surgery, after the really, surgery, yeah. he's allowed to just drive home afterwards? I guess. Oh, no, by the way, I adopted a son, too. <laughs> you know the guy that killed our other son? Yeah. Uh, I adopted his little boy. <laughs> after, you know, we accidentally killed his mom and his dad. He's our new kid. We orphaned him. <laughs> yeah, touch his face. Bring him in the family. <laughs> Initiation. Ugh. We all just need to rub our hands all over your face. That's how you make it in that family. <laughs> what, if, what if, if they touch your face, you're in. What if the end of the movie was like a lot more sinister and Travolta just leaned down to the kid and was like, I'm going to take your face. Oh. <laughs> and then it's just like that and you hear like a drill start up. And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> it's like, oh, so they like murdered this kid and just took his face off. I mean, what's that? Seth, you want to say what you said at the end of the movie? What did I say? Shoots the kid. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like plot twist. He just shoots the kid. He's like, as soon as he walks. Look, in the we've door. got a great alternate ending for this movie, I think. Okay, so Seth, what's your most ridiculous moment? And you can add on to what I whatever I listed. Probably all of the ass grabbing. That is in 2019. It's pretty shocking. Not just like not just <laughs> underaged. Like, not just the fact that it happens, but like the way it happens too. One is, like, kind of, like, borderline rapey. <laughs> and also, I think it's a tie. Underage? Like, come on. I think it's a tie between that and the boat chase. The whole boat chase is absurd. And the airplane chase. Uh-huh. The beginning of the movie. Every fight is at least somewhat absurd. So we know John Woo knows how to direct, our director of this movie, knows how to, knows, he knows how to cut an action scene together. We'll give him that. This yeah. is definitely the peak of his career. I mean, I've never heard of him until... He did Mission Impossible 2. But... Don't ring a bell. Doesn't really stick out to me. He really just doesn't do a lot of American films. Huh. But, um... What does he do? French films? He's almost bald. Chinese. Chinese? Ooh. I'll watch anyway, one of those. Nick Cage <laughs> so it's mostly Chinese I want films. the Chinese Nick Cage. <laughs> but his two big films are Face Off and Mission Impossible 2. Face Off is obviously the better of the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, like it's not even close. Come on, and you know, Face Off is uh, definitely one of the best action movies of the nineties. Maybe even one of the, the best, best movie of all time. Maybe one of the Cut best the action movies. Ever. <laughs> okay, Sam, your most ridiculous moment. Okay, you said the boat chase, right? Yeah. All right, Travolta showing up at the end just never ceases to amaze me. <laughs> After everything they've been through, he adopts a kid without permission. And after everything they've been through, there's no support. Like, hey, whenever you did get home, walk in the front door. It'll be open. Like, what? No no warning. Hey, I'm on my way home. The surgery went well. Hey, hey, wife, are you going to check in on your husband? This is a surgery that different people did this the first time. The, the people that sought his face originally, uh, they got killed. They got burned alive. Yeah. They got a whole new cast of people doing it. And you're not worried? Or you're like a doctor? You don't want to be there? Make sure they're... Come okay, on. Like, so like I, what? <laughs> in in the movie, they said they have the same people in D.C. rather than L.A. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's had time to recover from the surgery in D.C. Mm-hmm. But they still should have picked him up from the airport coming At back. At least... What does he, rent a car? Like, nobody picks him up? Let me rent a car. Let me rent a car and drive to my own house where my wife is sitting there doing nothing. Wife and daughter. Who's probably at this point sixteen, at least. Oh, she if she's not sixteen, I mean this <laughs> We talked about the grabbing ass. When Cage is in Travolta's body, the, the daughter scene? Oh yeah. He's like pens her up against the dresser. She's he's like, You have something too. I crave, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> he's like, Papa's got a brand new bag. <laughs> oh. Uh yeah, this movie wouldn't fly today. A lot of it's aged poorly. <laughs> uh, okay, so next category. How believable is Nick Cage's character? And when I say this, could you envision Nick Cage being similar to his character in his actual life? Seth? If, if you walked up to Nick Cage and he started acting just like Caster Troy, would you be real? <laughs> would you be shocked? I wouldn't be surprised. 
but I wouldn't. I wouldn't think he would act like that, but if he did, I wouldn't be surprised. Exactly. That's fair. How many human beings can you say that about? <laughs> Tom Cruise. I don't know. <laughs> like I like I'm. It's to the point where I, I could I could envision myself at a bar with Nick Cage, and he goes up to a woman and he's like, "If I were to send you, oh, let me rephrase, suck on my tongue." I wouldn't be like, that's completely off the wall. I'd be like, oh. He probably like came up with that line. He's like, hey, John Woo, I've used this so many times <laughs> to pick up women. It's unbelievable. He's like, I got this Pollux guy. He's going to fucking moan when I do it. <laughs> like he wants in on the action. Maybe, maybe Like Pollock, he's jealous. He's like, oh, I want to suck your tongue. Maybe Pollock didn't know that line was coming, and that was his genuine reaction. He's just like, oh. Was to just ejaculate <laughs> on the spot. I would believe that. I think I think if I went to Nick Cage's house, he would. They cut like it, that. and he was like, "I need to change shorts, guys." <laughs> I was in the zipper zone. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe that Nick Cage could act like this. I think that all of his characters, even though they're all bizarre and absolutely off the wall, uh, they're believable because of Nick yeah. Cage. I mean, other than the killing people part. I mean, there's the movie at St. Ex about him eating his own children. Uh, that might be a little bit too far for me. But am, you I, never what, know. Am I going to say there's a zero percent chance that that would happen? <laughs> no, absolutely. at least five percent. I don't even know if he has children. I think he does. He's probably married like twenty times. <laughs> He's like our old cross country coach. Just a carousel of marriages. Okay, so we're getting down to the end here a little bit. Rate the cage hairdo is our next one from one to ten. Uh, ten being what Con Air, right? <laughs> The greatest Nick Cage hairdo of all time. Just the luscious locks that he's like Fabio or something. If I do interrupt, he's uh, he's been married four times. Oh, only. I set the over-under at five and a half. Patricia so. Arquette, Lisa Marie Presley, Alice Kim, and currently Erica Koike. Koike. I don't know how to pronounce her name. K-O-I-K-E. It strikes me as the type of guy that just marries whatever co-star he has in a movie. <laughs> he's a beard now. Wow. Hmm. She looks really young. Maybe it's the the choir girl. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially. Okay, Sam, rate the hairdo. Rate the hairdo. Not his best work. No, it's it's awful, actually, I think. I think it's like a two. I mean... I don't know what it's supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, he's just... He's not bald, but he's, what is it? he's on his way there. What is it? <laughs> I have no idea what it is. Like, he's not having... I don't think he's really having trouble with hair loss. Because his no. top's fine. He's got a beard in that picture. We've seen him in National Treasure with some flowing uh, yeah. locks of... And National Treasure was, what, like five, seven, six years after it this? It was like almost nine years after this, or six years or something. I don't know. We can ask the makeup department for this movie. Yeah, they're like, they're like well, really? I'm, I'm just going to gonna shave your head, give it two weeks, and you'll be good. It's the perfect movie, except for his hair is a little off. It's like Goodwill Hunting, where like Matt Damon's got like frosted tips. I'm like, that's a <laughs> that didn't survive past 1990. But whatever. Uh, Seth, what do you think about the hairdo? It's like a one. It's not very good. <laughs> no, it's a disaster. Wait till we get to Con Air and I just I, I go over the moon with it. That oh. is a straight ten. <laughs> just like his body. <laughs> I don't know what I like worse. Your face or your body. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> is this Nicolas Cage's peak as an actor? No. National Treasure. Really? Okay. Sam? I mean, like I said before, I've only seen this in National Treasure. He won an... He actually won an Oscar for Best Actor one year. Leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas. 1995, yeah. I think. There I is. have not <laughs> laid my eyes upon that. Uh, this is Con Air, Sam. I've seen that. Sam's getting to yeah. witness the Con Air. I haven't seen the full movie, but I've seen close Wait till you hear his accent. I thought about naming this podcast... Dear Casey, so I, I agree. I don't think it's Pete Cage. I don't really know what it is. I think we're gonna have to. You're gonna have to see as we do the more episodes of the podcast. I think I might release at once we're done my my own personal rankings of all the Nicolas Cage movies. Now, oh, yes, I'll release it on the website. Yes, Tony'sMusket.wordpress.com. Uh, okay, so the, the idea of switching faces is just a brilliant one. Okay, there's a reason everybody loves this movie. Everybody. I think most people love it. Like, I was watching at the lake with my cousin last week, and we had, like, 20 relatives thing in the same house. Uh, relatives from age 12 to 60. All of them were like, oh, face off. I love it. And I'm like, yes. Yes. Everybody loves this movie. Let's switch faces. Uh, Honestly, I've never had a fourth opinion. 
other than us three, I don't know anybody that's ever seen it. Um, <laughs> you don't know the right people, Sam. <laughs> You're right. So face off. Is that all we have? That's all I have. That's Closing thoughts, Sam. I, I think it was an amazing movie. Not my favorite movie of all time. Well, I'm a... I'd say about to stick a knife in your eye. Um, I'd say I'll wait till you're done. With I think it's talking. definitely one of my top thirty movies of all time that I've seen. Thirty, get the top fuck 30. out of here. <laughs> top thirty. I, there was a thing on Twitter today. It was like list your top ten. I put it in there. Uh, I, it was. I, I saw that like, tweet. I basically do my favorite movies by like this. If I see them on like cable, am I more likely to turn on this movie or this movie? And Face okay. Off's one of the ten movies that if I see it on, I'm turning it on every time. I think it's one of the best action movies ever, but I wouldn't say in general. I want to consider it one of the best movies ever. I wouldn't say it's a well-done movie or even a good movie, <laughs> but it's fucking entertaining, which is, like, what else? Will we... no, I agree. I agree. Is that it? I think that's it. The Tony's Musket? I think that's it. Join us next time for National Treasure. Uh, uh, we're going to steal the Declaration. <laughs> we have to go to Boston. <laughs> There's a the church. Old, the Old North Church. <laughs> And then the wolf from Pulp Fiction. Notice next time. We're definitely going to have John Voight on the podcast with us. Yeah, John Voight. The status quo. <laughs> and the wolf from uh, Pulp Fiction. You got a Sadowski. Corpse, you got a corpse in the car minus a head. Take me through it. <laughs> all right. We'll see you all next time.